Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I am Animan. Animan is who I am. I am an... That's too high, darling. I did say that. I did say that. Doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs> Bless you, darling. Bless you. Hello, darlings. Anna Man here. Hello. Hello to all those wonderful beasts of the farm who listen to this show, the great big oxes anchored to your yokes as they try to keep this country afloat in their own wonderful way. Um, I'm talking, of course, of the workers. And, of course, the woolly sheep panicking at the slightest thing as they're herded to their deaths. And, of course, the farmer's cat, who's just taking the piss, really, isn't he? Um, Pete. Pete's here. Hello, Peter. Hello, yes, I'm talking, of course, of you, the listeners. You must allocate who you are. I refuse. It's up to you to decide which of those creatures you are. I don't know who you are, darlings. In fact, I'm doing this in the past. So, welcome to Talking to Actors with me, Anna Mann, and Peter Caulfield. Hello. Is it Pete or Peter officially? Well, my stage name is Peter. It is Peter. No one's. Is anyone called Pete officially? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it'd be ridiculous. Wouldn't it's it? so colloquial, Pete, isn't it? Pete, Pete Best. Oh, Pete Best. Yeah, but he was a what musician. Was he? he was a musician. <laughs> drummer i mean that doesn't count he was a musician and drummer that's not the same thing pete i was going to say pete beale but he was a character wasn't he <laughs> so he didn't have a stage name characters don't really it's funny though mm, i've thought about it because most people do call pete me Caulfield. Pete. and Caulfield, that's well, a bit like Caulfield, isn't it because you're from nottingham yes you know like myself originally yes, and a man yes, yes, yes i am from nottingham originally I it was knew a tough you old when you were a wee Oh, yes, Whippet. when I was, well, I mean, I'm 25 years older than you, but, you know, but that, that's young. That yeah. is young. Yeah. But no, back there in Nottingham, it was fun and a lot of coal. So coal. probably that's where it come from. Do you have that kind of ancestry? Well, Caulfield is actually an Irish name. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. I love the Irish. <laughs> I know. I love the Irish. That says a Peter. lot because there is something charming about you and Gaelic. <laughs> Well, sort of Gaelic, you know, yeah. Well, what I, I wasn't implying anything, but, <laughs> but no, I, Gaelic as in, you know. Yes, yeah. There's something... Well, my brother has just applied for his Irish passport oh, and has, has, has got it. Wow. Um, Are you going to be doing the same? I'm going to be doing the same. My brother took a year to get it all sorted. Mm. It was tricky because my nana, Mary, mm. Mary McNamee... Is that she really was, her she name? She was only four foot eleven. Like Sally McNamara in mm. a song. Oh, lovely. She lived in a little house next to our house because I was mm. brought up in Lincolnshire. And she was this little Irish... Oh, I never knew that. When yeah. did you move to Nottingham? When I was six. Oh. Yeah, so Mary lived in this house, this little cottage I next love to doing us. this. <laughs> no, you learn a lot It's called about talking it. to actors, but really it's just finding <laughs> stuff out about my old friends. <laughs> yeah. And she was quite formidable mm. and was quite scary. And But she was only four foot eleven. So she had to shout. You know, yeah, oh, God. That's what yeah. happens. But we used to go and do hit and run. You that's know, like when... Sue Clinch. That's why she's so loud, you know, because <laughs> yeah. she's tiny. You know, yeah. But she's like me, but on the side. Mm. 
anyway, carry on. But we were quite scared of her as kids, but we used to do the hit and run, you know, when you knock on the door mm. and then run off. You and then run. Oh, the fuck? And she'd come to the door and, you know. Knock it all run. Yeah, and we'd just go. <laughs> <laughs> was she furious? She was furious. Irish anger. Irish. I mean, she had a lot. But the problem was with getting the Irish passport is that Mary had lied quite a lot. Right. About her age. Oh, really? At different points of her life. I mean, her husband thought she was... She'd lied by a good six or seven years on her wedding. Really? Uh, yes. Mary McNamara. So she... What a legend. So her husband, John, She'd thought said she was, she was six, older or younger. Oh, younger. He thought she was 16. No, he thought she was six years younger than she oh, was right. when they got married. God, I thought he was 16. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be very different. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't want you anymore. No. But apparently this was quite common. So was she older than him? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, so she was in that place where you could become a sort of old maid, you mm. know, if you're not careful, a spinster, yeah. which is so awful, isn't it? The idea of But obviously she was, small, she was small and yes. very sort of elfin, and I think she did look a lot younger right. than she was. Okay. And John... She could get away with it. John was sort of classified at the time as a, <laughs> as a, gi- as a giant. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because... There's, there's a show in this, isn't I know. there? John Caulfield. So Peter, that's, isn't there a show in uh, this? Well, there could be, couldn't there? He was Caulfield. He was he from was Caulfield, Nottingham. He wasn't No, Irish. no. He was... He was he was English, so we couldn't get the passport from him. Mm. And so, because our granny was Irish, that meant we could apply for our oh, Irish right. passport. But your mum's not Irish. No, my mum's English, but a uh, Scottish father. Okay. So I've got a bit of everything. Bit, bit of, of everything, everything going on I mean, there. we all have, though, haven't we? Yes. Well, apparently, although I'd got an ancestry thing come through, mm. and I was very excited because you might know, you know, I like to think that I'm at least a bit Native American. I don't know if that's... <laughs> Matt, no, I mean, you laugh, you laugh. Well, sort of. I mean, I do have a sort of spirit guide. Um, Mm. Have you ever tried shamanism? I mean, I've I've heard of it. Sue Clinch calls it for shamanism. Stop fucking doing it. It's for shamanism. I say, Sue, that's not clever and not that funny either. But I do a thing where I go into myself and I see my ancestors. Your ancestors? My ancestors. My aunt, ancestors. Well, from Nottingham, so every now and again it slips, doesn't it? Do you find that? <laughs> you, you want to come out with this you know, wonderful, posh voice that we have it's adopted like, to survive. Mm. And then something drops out. Ancestors. It's like people who say pasta when they're trying to be oh, posh. It's not a word. God. It's not a word, is it? Although pasta. Australians say pasta. Well, they're idiots. Yes, well, that's true. That's true. Oh, sorry. I'm really sorry to any Australians <laughs> listening. <laughs> so, yes, I like to think I had that. I was very excited about it. I mean, I had an uncle who lived in Minnesota, so... Mm-hmm. But it came through this relative of ours who lived in Australia, funnily enough, sent mm-hmm. me this list and mm-hmm. he said, right, we've done this ancestry. It goes right back. And every single one of the fuckers was from Leicester oh. <laughs> or Nottingham. Oh, Yeah. My dad, my dad was How born in How boring that is. I know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Leicester per se, but, you know, you want one of them to have just been like... A bit, bit glamorous. It was just from anywhere other than Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're yes, I am... Midlands, nothing, Midlands nothing. I cannot get away. Wow. And the Midlands is the worst, mm. as we know. They're the ones who have really fucked everything up by, mm. you know, voting for, well, racists. Let's <laughs> well, not beat around the well, bush. Well, I was born in Boston. Right. That's in Lincoln. Yes. yes. I think they had the highest percentage of people voting for Brexit yes. in the entire country. Oh, God. So that's quite depressing. Isn't Weirdly, it? my grand died in Boston. And Maggie Thatcher was. Was she from Boston? Or was it Grantham? She was from Grantham. Was it? She was a grocer's daughter. In Grantham. She should have known better. 
Did she move to Boston? I don't know where I got that from. No, Grantham's Grantham. in Lincolnshire. I mean, this is just it's becoming about, about local geography now, but that's fine. Do you go back to Nottingham much? Well, my dad still lives there. Right. Yes. My dad was in the textiles business, mm. but he actually started his own lace company. Oh. Which is why we moved to Nottingham. Is he still going? No, is he retired? Does it go? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, did he know anything about lace? Well, yeah, I mean... He, he was in the textiles Oh, he'd business. worked in the textiles business Do you remember the world time. of Robin Hood? This is a bit of a non-sequitur. Oh, yeah, yeah. Robin Hood. You remember the world of Robin Hood? Oh, God, yeah. No, the tales of Robin Hood. Oh, you mean the teleseries? Yes. No, yeah. no, no. The attraction. Nottingham's greatest attraction. You go in it, you sit on a sort of cable car thing, mm. it's all inside, it's like just in a warehouse or something, and there's some sort of dummies of wolves and Robin Hood. I don't remember. Do you remember any of I that? I think I blocked that out. I talked about it on stage once, not disparagingly, disparaging, disparagingly, disparagingly. <laughs> but <laughs> we got there in the end. <laughs> but, but I had um, talked about it on stage for quite a while, and then some chap behind the bar went... Um, he said, oh, funny you were talking about that tale of Robin Hood. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, my dad owned that. And he said, it's gone bust. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Is you it be- know what? It's ringing but it a bell was now. bad. <laughs> it was bad, I think darling. I blocked it out, but it's ringing a bell it now. It wasn't great. No. Fuck. God. They're always trying to make it work, aren't they, Robin Hood? <laughs> what can we get out of this? You, what, can we, what can we grind out of his flaccid corpse Do you now, remember you know? the youth aids company that we were part of? Yes, yes. When we were just young, we whippets. I mean, I was 25 years too old, but exactly. still I was there, you know. But you were doing out. the catering, remember? Uh, mainly coffees, the catering, yeah. coffees, Sandwich. and occasionally I would give my Lady Macbeth. Exactly. Um, they did a promenade performance with all the different Robin Hoods through history. Oh, really? Yeah. And was I there think, more than one? Well, is you know, like, like all the famous like ones. Who? Well, you know, like the Errol Flynn, Robin Hood. And yes. Like the, oh, the actors who played Robin Hood. Or like the different interpretations of oh, Robin okay. Hood, how the, he's been presented. Right. You know. Um, the Merry Man. The, the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Rob, the, the Kevin bad, Costner, Kevin yes. Kevin Costner's bad, bad accent. Was it? Oh, yes. Oh, really yes. Bad. Oh, it is. They don't even fucking Good try, film. do they? Probably better than um, Russell Crowe. Did you see that one? Who I think was really trying to get it, but sort of mm. sounded, well, sort of Scandinavian. I don't understand. Was it Scandinavian it. or was it. I also saw Birds of Prey recently at the cinema. Yes. With... Is there a Nottingham character in there? No, but what's his name playing the villain in it? Scott oh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. His American accent is bad. Oh, God. He's playing an American. And then he sort of gives up halfway through the film and then it's sort of like, oh, I'm just going to do whatever. <laughs> it happens. But how are you I can't, getting, I can't believe it, it when that happens. It happens <laughs> now. We're, we're... <laughs> Michael Fassbender in oh, the, one of the X-Men isn't he movies. Gorgeous. I saw what he is. Oof. A dish. Apparently yes. very well hung as well. Well, yes. So, I mean, it, apparently it's goes... in a film, isn't it? Well, Rose gets I mean, not out. that I've paused it and had no. a look, but yes, it is in a film. It is in a film. Yes. Is the rest of him in the film, or is it just that? <laughs> it's just that, the, taking over the whole screen. Wow. I know. That's a, a great movie. <laughs> but he, um, so he was playing Magneto, was Ian McKellen, yes, you know, yes, and he's sort yes. of doing that voice. And mm. then towards the end, it just starts being Irish. <laughs> I and I do wonder. <laughs> just give up. So what is that? Do you think up. that's someone there just going, I, I'm not telling him. I just think, what, what do you think what's either just, happened is... They've started filming halfway through the actual episode or the film, and then they realise, oh, shit, we need to get a voice coach on board. Yes. But by that time, they've shot the middle of the film. Yes. 
And so then they'll go back to the beginning and start filming the beginning. But by that time, they've had a voice They've coach. filmed all the bits with the bombs <laughs> and the... Yeah, they've booms. gone back. Then his voice is good at the beginning. Yes. But that's too late because then the bit at the end, he's got the shit Irish accent. We can't refilm that. And it's because they've moved on, they move locations. I mean, it's a good Irish accent. It's just the wrong accent. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who it's just knows? accents. They're a bit of a bugbear for me. When and it's difficult when you've got to maintain it. Let's do the Peter Caulfield story. Here we go. Oh, it's God. time to really kick off talking to actors. Talking to actors, trying to understand their process. We're talking to actors, actors, yeah, they rule the world. So, Peter, it begins in Lincolnshire. Mm-hmm. And what was that like? Lincolnshire, very flat. Very flat. I mean, we lived on a road, but there was only two houses. You lived on a road? Well, <laughs> no, novel, wasn't it? I mean, uh, I know we talk about anything, but I think even <laughs> scraping the barrel, really. Most people live on some sort of a road. I was about to say, called Scremby. <laughs> called Scremby? Scremby. Scremby Road. The village is called Scremby. Right. There was this one road. And there was, there, was only, there was only two, there was, I think there was two houses, one farm and two houses. The Caulfields were in one house. We were right. in the old rectory. Yes. With our dog, Scremby. We named our dog Scremby as named well. Named your dog after the road. <laughs> and, the, and the village. And then uh, there were three boys, me and... Scremby. My, so he lived in he lived in Scremby with the dog Scremby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was an English setter. Yeah, so we had me and my two brothers and mm. obviously Mary, Mary next door. She was next door. She was granny. in the other house. She was in the little cottage. Right. Next well, that was all part of the same thing, really. And then down the road were the Drakes. Oh, God. Very posh. The Drakes. The Drakes. Three girls. The Drakes of Scrimby. Yeah, the <laughs> Drakes of Scrimby. And the what? three girls, Pips, Anna and Debs. And they were <laughs> Pips, horse- Anna. <laughs> yeah. And they were very, like, horse riding, beautiful, right. you know. It was basically right, like wow. being in a Jane Austen film. Yeah. So and were you the rougher? We were the rough boys right. down the end yeah. who used to go around and, you know, sneak in and... Scrump their make, apples. Make, make a mess of their, like, of their doll's house, which, Doll, is, yes. which basically was as big as our go granny... smash it up. <laughs> it was yeah. as big as our granny's house. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. So we used to go there and swim in their pool and play tennis. And, ri- oh, lovely, yeah, lovely. Yeah, and did you remain friends with Pips and... and dips, Pips, Anna and Pips, Debs. Dips and, Pips, Dips and Wops? <laughs> what was it again? <laughs> Pips, Babs and... Bibs. Bibs. Yeah. And did you keep in touch? Well, we did for a while, but when we moved to Nottingham, you know, we all drifted apart. Yes, it happens. It happens happens even with the dregs. The dregs. Even in Scramble. But that was my my first kiss with Pips. With With Pips? Pips, yeah. Were they triplets? (laughs) (laughs) I'm imagining they were. We were all the same age, so me and my brothers, we all had sort of equivalent age. Two brothers. Two brothers, yes. three of you. So Pips was my age, Anna was James's So you were paired off. It is like Jane Austen, isn't it? It really was. What fun. To come to Nottingham. Mm, Come to Nottingham, yeah. You're six, so it's not a big problem. No. It's not a huge shift. Adjustment, no. But you're suddenly in the big city. Yeah. They had a wimpy. Do you remember? Yes. Your mind must have been blown. And also there were, it wasn't just a sea of white people, which is no. basically what Lincolnshire Yeah, is. well, Scrimby's just six, Scrimby, white, six yeah. white people. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd ever seen Seven a person. Seven white, eight white people and a dog, I think. Yeah, I'd never seen a person of colour in real life. Really? No. So I think it was a bit of a shock, not because of that, but just because, it, yeah, it was a lot sort of busier and a lot more going on. And was the performance, the acting, the the art, 
Was mm. it already in you? When did it start to bubble up and become well. part of the blood that makes your whole body work? <laughs> I don't think I'm going over the top. Well, I think basically I'd always been the performing little monkey. Right. I was the youngest and always vying for attention. Was um, it to attract Pip? Mm, possibly. <laughs> <Or> to- <laughs> I mean, when my cousins used to come at Christmas, we put on Christmas shows. Lovely. Even when, you know, when I was four or five. Yes. And when I moved to Nottingham, I went to a Catholic junior school mm. and became part of the choir. Right. And then I was a soloist in the choir. And that oh, was sort fuck. of my first sort of like taste of... <gasps> you're a singer. Singer as well. Would yeah. you say you're a singer first? I'd say I'm an actor. Actor but, was your uh, first thing. No, no, I was a singer first. Right. But I'm saying now I would say I'm an actor oh, right. now you're with, an actor. who can sing. Yes, but but you're a singer who can't act. <laughs> yeah. It's quite schizophrenic, actually. Yeah, but yeah, I remember singing a solo in church, mm. and that was my first real taste of performing in public. What was it? A hymn? Uh, yes, it was a hymn, Once in Royal David City. Oh, fuck. I know, it's quite Once a lot of pressure not to fuck David it up. City. So what was the bit you would have sung? What was that? The first oh, chorus. Oh, yeah. start- oh, lovely quite exposing do you remember that moment of staring into their faces and they're looking at you and you're thinking i remember i need to give more of this to the world i remember thinking <laughs> or something i like. just remember thinking don't fuck it up because right. everyone's staring at you yeah it's either make or break and you were only nine then it was like it? eight eight yeah wow. you're don't get it wrong my granddaughter lemon i did a nativity the other day i went to oh. see her what's she called lemon lemon oh, but what lovely. really made oh she's lovely um that's what i call her anyway <laughs> she knows her own mind and what i love is they did all these songs you know that were all made up songs as in they weren't you know old hymns they're all just sort of like crap ones <laughs> and then um, <laughs> oh, you know bless. there's always those schools isn't they where they write their own songs and it's also like jesus is born and is coming don't let me shut up Give me once in Royal David City. Classic. That's what I screamed from the back of the room. <laughs> but at the end, the teacher said, well, wasn't that great? Big round of applause, you know, well done, everybody. Mm. Shall we sing one more? And then Lemon sat there, she just went, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously they did. They oh, had God, to. I love and, but there was that moment where she sort of like, oh. She's just being well, honest. No, I'm just being honest. No, I, we don't need to sing it again, you know? Yeah. So I'm not, I don't think she's got the bug, sadly. No. I don't think she's caught it like Well, maybe us. she just knows when enough is enough. Less is more. Yeah, exactly. Less is more. I mean, Leave someone... Them yes, yes, someone emailed me about that. Less is more, and I still do too much. <laughs> I'm always doing too much. I'm too big. Right, short break from the interview. We'll be back with them in a moment. While I just chat to David Edwards in Talking to the Real People. Talking to the real people Talking to the real peeps Talking to the real people What are those people eats? Hello again, Dave. Thank you for coming. Thank you once again for having me, inviting me back. Well, you are still here, so... Talking to the real people. This is where actors, we need to understand what real people are up to. So I've got a real person here, Dave Edwards, to explain. Who have you bumped into this week, Dave? There is a new man who has moved above me, <gasps> flat-wise. Wow. What he... number flat's that, sorry? So I'm number seven. Yep, so just I'm writing ma- this down. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I imagine, looking at the numbers, I'm not a mathematician, mm-hmm. but I think he's probably 11 or 12. He's directly 11 above me. 11 or 12. Yes. Right, just doing a bit of... So seven plus 11, that's... What's that? Is that 50? Um, seven plus 11 
will three. be not quite 20. It's something... It's not quite what, 20. One of the late teens. It's oh, one of the late teens. Sorry, no, I do numerology, so oh, that's just... Gosh. That is actually... That's I think impressive. he could be... Well, he's either going to be the man you fall in love with or the man who kills you. Really? Let's like hear a, a bit about him. Let's hear a bit about him. He's... It's one of those things where you've really got to get the ball rolling conversation-wise. What's his name? His name is Sam. Sam. I don't know his surname, actually. Okay, well, you need to find out. I do, right? yes, okay. Remember yeah. that. I'll look into that. Right, Sam. Uh, he's got a Jack Russell. I don't know his name either. It could be, like, the son of Sam. Oh, my goodness, when the cat starts talking I mean, talking he's got a dog, him. and his name's Sam. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm jumping to conclusions, well, obviously. There's a possibility still, there. There's definitely a, a parallel. Maybe if some of those victims have jumped to conclusions. Yes. Just saying. You're quite right. So, let's hear about Sam. As I say, at the beginning, he's not much of a conversationist. Ah. Uh, not much eye contact, sort of wants to slip off. But if you kind of... Can um, I jump in? You tend to find that with quite a lot of people, don't you? Do you think it's that you're arguably too much of a conversationalist? We'll put a pin in that one for now. Talk to me about Sam. Let's hear about him. Well, as you were saying, you know, sometimes maybe I can be a bit too much into hallway chat. Yes. And I think it's because I'm in the studio flat or bed set, you know, for a long period of time, which is good. It means I can be productive, focus on my hobbies. Mm-hmm. Which but, are? Um, I'm very much into model making. Great. Okay, very much into that. Um, what, what are we talking, ships or...? Ships and Spitfires, I was interested in my 30s. Yeah. But since I've hit 40... Your I've, juvenile years. Yeah, absolutely, quite right. Now I've sort of, you know, properly spread my wings into adulthood. And a lot of it is more fantasy-based. Oh, wow. So um, I've got one of a bear holding a machine gun that's connected what? to a famous graphic novel, apparently. Oh, wonderful, Right. So that's that's a lot of fun, you know. It gets a like a rude fur. book. Not so much a rude book. It's not sexual, but oh, it can God. be violence. Oh well, no then. So you're there doing your hobbies. You think I should talk to people? Do you think this is a problem in the real world with real people nowadays? You know, I mean, back in the day, obviously, you know, I was in the commune for a very long time. Oh yes, and we'd all talk to each other. You know often all at the same time, because we're all very egotistical, narcissistic, so it was very hard to tell what anyone was saying. But still, it was very... If you didn't work as a community, you would starve. Yeah, quite right. You You had to work together. You had to... Someone had to get the oats, someone had to sow the oats together, and then you'd have a blanket of oats, and you'd lie beneath the oats, you know? Quite right, Otherwise you'd freeze to death. And then you'd eat the blanket in the night... And then in the morning you would wake up and you'd start again. And that's what we did, you know, for 23 Circle years. Circle of life. It's a quite it was a fascinating, job. really mind-blowing, a, lo- a lot of sex, basically. Goodness but me. under those oak blankets. I could imagine. Fuck. The smell of oak. Oats. Sorry. Oats. Oats. Not oaks. What's, say it again. Uh, the smell of oak. Oats. Oaks. Oaks. Not oaks, oats. Which one are you saying, Doug? I'm saying the porridge one, like oats. Is it oats? Which one is the tree? The tree is an oak. Is a tree an oak? A tree, well, that's definitely Not all oak. trees are oaks, though. No, 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 there's a whole variety out there. Just like people, different personalities. God, I mean, I know trees. I haven't been out there in the real world much, but I thought there were still some trees left that were... Yes, there are. So you've got to have the oak, the tree, and the oats that would be made into Cheerios. Do Cheerios? Cheerios? Do Cheerios have oats in them? It's a cereal. I, 
I don't know. I thought they were just sweets. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm wrong. Sue Clinch, my best friend, eats them by the packet. She really does. Just rip the top off and pour them down. It doesn't even put milk on. Doesn't even. No, God. Just like an anaconda. Doesn't even swallow. It's really quite disgusting to see. You know, like like, like a human being. Also expensive. A Cheerio packet would be about three, maybe four pounds. Oh God, yeah. She'll get through six in a day. So what's four times six? That would be one hundred and six, something like that. Uh, At least. So just to wrap up. Do you think you're going to try again with Sam? Um, yes. Knock on his door with a bottle of Merlot or something like that? I wasn't, but now you've put the image into my head. It sounds fantastic. I will do. What's Merlot? Is that wine or...? Merlot. 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 Is that wine? Yes. Yeah, so I can just go to any shop, say, can I have some Merlot, please, and I'll have it... Well, not any... I mean, not a hardware shop. No, quite right. It's got to be one that sells <laughs> liquid of an alcoholic range. Yes. I think that would be a great idea. Okay, it, we'll yeah. give it a go and see what happens. Absolutely. Right. Then in a week or so, we'll we'll find out. Yeah, I all think right. I think there's potential there for a relationship. Okay, well, Sam. I hope we've all learned something, my darling actors. Now, let's get back to the real meat, our interview. I auditioned for Oliver, wow. which came to the Theatre Royal. That was a touring production oh. and got cast in Oliver, and that was my, my first sort of... To be Oliver himself? No, unfortunately no. Artful not. Dodger? No. One of the gang. I was just one of the gang. Still. I remember just learning the lyrics to Food, Glorious Food. Mm. And that was when I thought, oh, I like this. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a very exciting moment. Yeah, yeah. And did some of those go on to be actors, some of the cast? Oh, probably. Probably. Don't know. I don't know. remember, don't know. remember that, any That was at the Theatre Royal or the Playhouse, do you Theatre Royal, yeah. Theatre Royal. Lovely. Yeah. And then just went from there. Went from there, dear. And then we went to drama school and all that stuff. Went to drama school in Liverpool, yeah. Lipper. Lipper. Oh, lovely, Lipper. Did you like that, Lipper? I loved, yeah, loved loved Liverpool, loved Lipper. It was a. And that's very arts and music and singing and the whole shebang. It's everything, yeah. Yeah. So it's like conservatoire, they call it. Conservatoire. Uh, That's lovely. Paul McCartney's old grammar school. Right. So he put a lot of money into it. He turned it into this, this, into into that. Drama school, yeah. So what was your first sort of professional job? So at drama school, I auditioned for Our House, which was a madness musical. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. And I had seven auditions, seven or eight auditions, Mm. traveling from Liverpool down to London. There was quite a few people in my year auditioning because it was basically school kids. Mm. That was the cast. So they were auditioning a lot of graduates or people who hadn't left drama school yet. Right. And then as the weeks went by, more people got knocked out. And then, yeah, and then you get sort of like evils. We've lost Johnny. <laughs> you get evils down the corridor. Yeah. Because you're still in. Oh, God. I know. And it's all very competitive. And it got down to school. one, did it then? Or, or a group? Like <laughs> there was, five I think there was three of us three. down in the final round. God, you must have felt like kings. Oh, God, yeah. When you got through. I and then I got the job. Wow. And I had to leave drama school early, come to London. 13 weeks rehearsal we had. 13 weeks? Yeah. God, that's a long time, isn't it? Was, Singing was, all the madness songs. Considering you usually only have four or five weeks for a You didn't sing play. My Name is Michael Caine, I take it. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Do you remember that one? No. My Name is Michael Caine. <laughs> They must have... It was a song they did. Oh, really? Yeah, it was actually quite funny. Oh. It's a funny little song. No, that wasn't in it. Well, we had Suggs come into the show yes. and play the dad. Oh, he was point. in it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. At one point, yeah. So that was... Because he does do acting and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, a bit. He was, you know. he was good, actually. Yeah, was, funny I mean, all the, all the Madness fans went crazy. Yeah, I bet they did. Did it leave you sort of... By the end, were you like, I've had enough of Madness? I mean... Are you, were you a fan beforehand? I was, actually. Yes. Like baggy trousers. It yes. Must, Everyone know, loves baggy trousers. It must be love. 
I they're know. very good at capturing a feeling. <laughs> Obviously. What an obvious thing. Yeah. No, they're very good at capturing a sort of nostalgia that not many other people bother to think about, aren't they? Yeah. The real got... moment, a very sort of ordinary, everyday. Yeah, exactly. You know. And they have a bit of that scar sort mm, of element, yes. don't they? Which yes, is quite. Yes. I like that. You were singing it, presumably. Singing the show, lot, dancing yes. the show. So that was my sort of introduction to professional acting. And then a lot of theatre after that? Yeah. The National. National, the Donmar, wow. the Opera House. And of course, you've done a Who. Done a Who. Oh, lovely. Well, that's, you're the third person who's done a Who, I think, who's been on the show. Who, well, it's getting that way. And did you enjoy being a Who? You were an alien, a blue I alien. Was a blue man. Called yeah. Simon? Darren. Darren. <laughs> but didn't it try? No, Darren, of course. Darren. That's the joke. Yes, the joke. Oh, you idiot, Darren. No, it was Darren. Darren, yes. We talked about one man, two governors. So mm. that was a difficult role. Clowning at its peak, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that was falling down stairs, getting I, hit by cricket bats, hit by doors. Had you done that sort of thing before? Sort of physical theatre physical not comedy types? But you were always very physical, Physical, you? yeah. So you I, always used to do, like, I was always quite bendy. somersaults and stuff, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I remember you and Adam... <laughs> Flipping around. Flipping around all the bloody time. Well, I think I, still. I did gymnastics till I was 18. Right. And that's come in handy through the years. So that wasn't because of acting. That was just, that was just that for also, fun. But yeah. it really helps you. Yeah, it does help you, yeah, to be yeah. bendy. Yeah, it helped with that role because he was a lot of sort of pratfalling, backbending. And he's a very old waiter, isn't he? But 87. Played by 87. Mm. I don't think I saw you in it, I'm afraid, no. darling, bless you. But I saw... <laughs> Or someone, and it's all sort of shaky, yeah, a shaky tray, yeah, tea going everywhere, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and he's got worse and worse things happen to him, even though he's this terribly yeah, old. He's hysterical. Man. Must have been so much fun. It's probably the most fun I've ever had on stage. Were you the original? Uh, no, person to, no, no, no. Tom Eden played the original, right? I did the West End and then a tour as well, UK tour. Wow, so in the West End was with Owen Arthur. And yes. touring was... That's with... the one I saw, so maybe oh. I did see you. Mm, possibly. God. Well, I mean, you wouldn't have recognised me anyway. No, no, I wouldn't, would I? And then the tour was with Rufus Hound, playing the lead, who was fab as well. Right. It was a great gig, because he's only on stage for 20 minutes, and he's yeah. in three scenes, but they're all Steals real... Steals the whole... Yeah, they're real, like, stealers. And how much did you have to keep to the original? Because I imagine it's very technical, isn't it, actually? To be way. honest, it was really technical, mm. in terms of hitting your mark, and mm. not moving at certain points when there was a gag, and holding your ground and not trying to overcomplicate moments because a lot of the things really worked in the original. And I think you can bring your own characterization to the character, but in terms of like the comedy, it was a real like interesting lesson in comedy, actually, mm. of like the sort of more technical I was, the funnier it was. Yeah. Mm. No, I find that because I do comedy, obviously, constantly. <laughs> and it's sort of, um, yes, yeah, so you often think, oh, I'll just play around with that, see what happens. Yeah. But really, the best bits are the ones you've bothered to learn. <laughs> <laughs> And it's funny, I directed a friend recently, <laughs> this is true, and they sort of were very much, oh, I just want to see what happens and blah, 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 you mm. know, and all that. And you go, well, no, just write it. <laughs> yeah. Just write it, learn it and do it, you know. I mean, some people And that are, friend was me. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people are amazing at improving. Oh, yes, but yes. But that's it's a all, separate skill. All fun. It's a separate skill. It is really, isn't it? It is. It terrifies me. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. I'm doing the man in the iron mask. Oh, Lord Lucan. The Hollinwell incident. 
The Versailles Time Slip of 1901. Tamam Shud. Who was Kaspar Hauser? The Dyatlov Pass incident. Mm. How do you say it? Yeah, I've no idea how you pronounce it. It sounded know. right. Dyatlov. 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 I'll be doing some uh, deeply uh, culturally sensitive accents throughout <laughs> this. Uh, Russians don't listen to things. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Have you ever played an American? Well, you know, the last telly thing I filmed, mm. actually the last two things I filmed, I was playing American. Wow. So one was called Absentia, which is on Amazon. You can watch it. Oh, now. wonderful. I, Great. I was playing in a Boston drug dealer. Cool. Which was very... Oh, wow. Can you give type. us a line or a... If you can remember. Oh, Do you say yo and... God, I can't even remember any of the script. No. Also, a lot of it was improvised on the day, oh, which cool. was also quite scary. Did you make it specifically Boston or did you it do that kind of... It had to be Boston and there was a voice wow. coach. Oh, right. And he, okay. they kept, like, correcting me if I went wrong. So for the self-tape... Well, the self-tape, I did my sort of, like, research. So you did listen to Boston? I did. Got the accent down as close as I could. Yeah. But you know when you do these self-tapes, I've got a funny story to tell after this. Yes. I look forward to it. (laughs) Often you arrive on set and they're like, what the fuck? Because you don't look anything like you did in the tape. And also you've got a different accent. And you're like, and they're like, where the fuck is the, like, really tough Boston (laughs) drug man gone? But that's quite fun, isn't it? But you it? still can do it because you've done it. You've well, proven gi- it. Well, they've given you the job by then. It's too late. God, I knew someone who got a job and then they um, and then <laughs> they turned. They got the job with a beard mm, and then mm, turned mm. up for the shooting and they were playing, um, I could probably say it because it's long gone, playing Darren Boyd, lovely chap, playing his best friend. Yeah. And then they had to shave because they were playing a policeman. And then turned up, the director, the first thing he says is, she says is, oh, fuck, you look far too young to be his best friend. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just kind of blurts it out. Oh, fuck. But then goes, anyway, let's film it. <laughs> so obviously they, yeah, they knew, fucked. and they weren't asked back for the series. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got All because of a beard. So were you filming that in London? In, no, that in was England in, in uh, Sofia in Bulgaria. Oh, wow. That's where they filmed that series. A lot of stuff is filmed there because it's quite cheap. Yes, and you get there and you get on set and mm. they go, did they actually, the did he declare it? Because directors can be real fuckers, can't they? Did he just say it or? Well, to be honest, it was it was more, to, the, the leading actress in the show is also the lead producer on the show, which I hadn't oh. realised. So she'd asked me to go to her trailer, uh, which I assumed was to just run the lines, mm. which it was. Mm. So I turned up. 
obviously as me, like, oh yeah. <laughs> and she's just sort of like looking at me like really sort of strangely, like going, mm. who the fuck is this yeah, guy yeah. who's just yeah. walked in? And then, got the wrong guy. Got the wrong guy. And then we started reading the script. She's like, "Oh, okay, he's an actor. He can I mean, yes. obviously he can do the accent." So he's like, "It's amazing how many yeah. people forget that, isn't it? <laughs> Including other actors. Oh, actor. of course, we're actors. Fuck. Yeah. I remember we pretend." Yeah, but then I started really deconstructing the script and saying mm. how there were quite a few holes. Oh God! In the scene, in the, in the scene, right? Which, was it just the one scene you were doing? Or was it was it just a, the one scene, right. but it was quite a sort of hefty scene. Yeah, and. I sort of started laying into the scene and sort of pointing out a few flaws. Mm. And then she agreed with me, though. Right. But what I hadn't realised was that she was also <laughs> the lead producer on the show, which probably is a good thing, because if I had realised that, I probably wouldn't have probably kept my mouth shut. Yeah. But anyway, she seemed to be rolling with it, and she was like, oh, my God, yeah. She was like, I think we should just improvise this whole section, actually. You know, this right. isn't working. Yeah, she seems quite sexy. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. very oh, sexy. God, yeah. Yes. yeah, and then she was like, let's just fucking throw the script out the window. Oh, let's wow. Let's start from scratch. Fuck. And then I feel was... like I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Did you... Th- <laughs> And then, so it ended up being a really good and like Great. fun shoot, yeah. Great. But she wasn't the director as well. No, she was the producer. Well, so did you wasn't. go to the director and say, actually, we've changed it all? And the he director, was like, what the fuck? director just sort of went along with, all right. with, with what we were saying. And <laughs> yeah. also I think, yeah, he was up for it. What mm. fun. What fun. And what was the other thing you did? <gasps> oh, the, the other thing was, the story about this is that it was actually a character who existed in real life. So for mm. this audition, I was sent a brief and a photo, this guy in the 70s. Right. And he had quite a lot of ginger hair and a mm. ginger moustache. Mm. Or moustache. How would you say moustache? Moustache. Moustache. <laughs> yeah, moustache. 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 How would... I don't know. Moustache. <laughs> Gotta go. Anyway, yeah. so I looked at this picture and I thought, God, he looks like my dad. But I had a shaved head at the time yeah. and didn't have a moustache. Yes. So I thought, hang on a minute, I'm going to go and hire myself a wig right. and a moustache. And I went to a wig fitting Was this place. another American This is an American thing, right? yeah. So I went in to this wig place and I showed them the picture and they fitted me into wow. a wig and moustache. And I, honest to God, I looked the spit for this guy How in the photo. weird. Was that a very expensive thing to do? It I mean, cost me 60 quid. Right. It's for, not, for the day. Yeah. That's not too bad, is not it? Not too I bad. I mean, I've never done anything like that before. No. And I did feel like a little bit of a fraud. Mm. I was walking around the street, you know, I was convinced everyone was looking at me thinking... Is he a spy? Is he right? <laughs> but then Did I realized, it real then? It well, then I, then I realised nobody gave a fuck. No, nobody you're was looking not at me at all. At people, are you? Really, no, in life. Well, they might have been looking been, at our phones. No, they might have been looking at me, but not because they thought I had a wig on. Because you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was quite an impressive mm. ginger wig wow. and moustache. Anyway, so I went into the casting. I mean, I was the only person in there who looked anything like this fucking person. Wow. And then I got the job. Yeah, and yeah. Pretended, I also, I pretended... Well, did I was, you have the wig for the casting? Then? I did. Right. And, and did I, you tell them? Did you go, look, cards on no, the chaise long, guys? No. no. So I, and I also pretended I was American. And then, again, when I arrived for the first meeting with the director... Yeah. Again, that look of who the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Walking in the door... And then, Christ! Because you didn't have your wig and your moustache. I didn't. I didn't. Oh but God! But they'd already given me the job by I'd then. Be, you <laughs> must have been terrified. Well, you're so know, confident. I love that. Well, I I just think fuck it. Mm. Like, go for it. 
casting directors are generally very unimaginative. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. 95% what you look like, mm. and the other 5% is a bit of talent. Mm. So I just think, well... And also, you've game. played... I mean, you played... You were in um, One Man, Two Governors, weren't you? Where, oh, yeah. You know that you can... Transform. You can transform, yes. Oh, with a bit so of a wanky. wig and a bit of a... Oh, transform. Transform. Fuck. <laughs> Met- I was going to say metamorphosize. <laughs> transform is pedestrian oh, to God, me. yeah. No, that was really fun. Robots transform. Actors. <laughs> I mean, it's like watching somebody evolve. We become. We become. We just be. We we give it a shot. We give yeah. it our best shot. We basically wing it and hope for the best. Yes. And what happened? We're all winging it, aren't we? Really. And what happened when you went in there? Then did they? Oh, for the which yes, was, for the for the wig and the moustache oh. one. Were they like? So did you go? Don't worry, get a wig and a moustache. I can. What, I've got the number of the, the yeah, guy. Well, exactly. I, can, I actually kept the contact details, wow. and they ended up going back to the place yeah. where I'd hired the stuff, and they actually hired them for the shoot. Amazing. So that was that. Are you doing some sketch stuff at the minute? Sketch comedy, yeah. Yes. I'm doing a sketch show called Sketch You Up. Yes. So we're doing our second instalment at the Brighton Comedy Festival. Oh, I'll have to come and see you. Yeah, do come. And were you in the you were in the competition at Leicester Square? Yes. We Are got you still through, in it? No, we got through to the semis. Oh, fuck. And then, yeah. Still, so we, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. I heard that because, you know, I host oh, the final. Oh, so I was hoping you would be no. there. But that's all right. <laughs> we were very close. You've let me down. We really. were very close. Oh, that's good. Though. And there was a lot of... Very very good people in yeah, all Yeah, you round. get some great people there. That was really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, lovely. But, well, you well know, done, that was a fun experience. That close. Yeah. I didn't know you were hosting that. Yes, thing. I host it every year. Oh, it's actually one of my favourite gigs of the year. Well, I'm going to come and watch Yes, anyway. come and watch. Really bitter. I love doing it. it. I love doing it. Oh, yeah. yes, it's full. That's the whole audience is just bitter. <laughs> Other people sketch acts, yes, who didn't get through, and I just sort of like to poke them, you know, and sort of wind them up. It's actually, it's actually bullying, really. I yeah. wouldn't lie, but it's good fun. Oh, fab. Yes. And what's the sketch act called? Sketch you up. Sketch you up is the name of your act. Mm-hmm. And who's that with? So Dan Robinson, who wrote the sketch show, right? And then Sivy, and also Rachel, who are the female actresses in the show, and. There's loads of really fun characters. There's and you're songs. doing that at Brighton Festival as, yeah. a, as an hour, kind of. Yeah, as an hour. Oh, lovely. And there's some... Oh, come see that. There's got singing in it as well. Great. So there's like pastiche pop numbers. I think we're going to be doing a Britney Spears take off, piss take. Great. And yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, lovely. So it's quite sort of parody and, and cabaret-ish a bit. It's in parody, a parody. Yeah, I think it's just, we wanted to make the sketch a little bit different. And because everyone in the show sings, mm. we thought we'd bring that element into the show. So in the first sketch show, we did a scene in a call centre. Yeah. And they broke into Hello by Adele. And sort of we changed all the lyrics of the song. But the whole thing was sort of them taking calls at call centre, but through Adele's song. Hello. Right. Yes. Hello, <laughs> can you hear me? You know, it was all that kind of thing. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it was quite yes. silly, but... Yes, no, yeah. that sounds wonderful fun. I was in a version of Othello once, you know, the, oh, the play yeah. which was set in a call centre, which I thought was very good, very brave. Sir Peter Runway, my latish husband, directed it. He's not quite there. And it was um, very brave. What He wanted to make it modern, so it was set, rather than be about, you know, uh, whatever that play's about, it made it about someone in a, in a call centre with a lisp, you know, Othello, oh. you know. Very clever, I thought. Didn't work, not what the play was about, but you know. But Peter, it's been lovely to chat to, it really has. And we'll have to bring you back somehow. Oh, please do. I think I'm going to do some live shows. So we'll get yes. you on board there. Oh, that'd be great. Maybe that'd I can come and do Start a little get a song. F- yes, that'd be
that that's it that's the show we'll do it that's what we'll do my darlings we'll start doing that and um, do let us know now before we go margaret isn't here my dear friend margaret who likes to come in and chat as well you know she's actually got a job which is i'm a bit oh, annoyed that's why about she really. can't make because she's got a job yes yes and i'm a little bit you know i don't like other people getting work but um here's her question you have many talents which some people might see as greedy so my question is do you think that people should just be assigned a job at birth and just stick to that fuck margaret she's going into eugenics that's quite full-on what do you think about that that's quite a big suggestion of margaret's there Signed a role at birth. What, based on their genetic makeup and what they'd be good at? Yes. I mean, that's probably the future, isn't it? It probably is, isn't it? So maybe just start it now. Fucking hell. Yes. I mean, you do get these stages. But you might have been assigned something like, you know, a chippy. Or someone in a chip shop. Or something like that. And then the world would be so much less wonderful. It never really A light would have gone out. You know, when your parents try to pick a career for their children, they Mm. always rebel, don't they? Mm. They want to do the complete opposite. Did your parents want you to be an actor? No. No. What did they? uh, Did they They wanted me to be a doctor, I think. And I did do my A-levels with that in mind, doing chemistry and biology. Right. But you Um, were already prancing about doing your backflips and stuff by that point. It was too late. I think, yeah. There's no done Oliver. There's no chance. No chance. All right. Thank you, Pete. All right, darling. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to Talking to Actors uh, with Anna Man, starring Colin Holt, edited by Dan Snellgrove, part of the Great Big Owl family. Please subscribe, review, and share. You can find Colin on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. And the same goes for um, Anna Man. Just look her up, you'll find it. I'm Sue Clinch. Uh, ta Great Big Hello, ladies and gentlemen, quickly, quickly, we haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angela Sandbury podcast. It's a family one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.